Good morning, and welcome to Neil Stone's Karate Academy's podcast, weekly podcast. I'm the host, Neil Stone, and we'll be moving forward. So we're very excited. I'm excited about doing these. Um, I think it'll be a really wonderful um, way of just letting people know how Neil Stone's Karate Academy became an, uh, of an exi- uh, existed and, and, and what continues to make it thrive and, and strive to be the best that we could possibly be. So I wanted to start this whole podcast with my journey and how it all started. Um, it's been many, many wonderful years of uh, practice, study, uh, interactions, uh, relationship building. So with no further, no other further ado, here we go. Um, I know I'll get better at these as time progresses on. So if it seems a little choppy, I apologize, but I'm really looking forward to it. So um, I started my journey. Here we go. So I started my journey back in March 22nd of 1986. If I can remember, it was a Sunday. Uh, Back then, we used to have classes on um, Mondays, Sundays, and I want to say it was Wednesday evenings. Uh, The classes were about two hours long. I had just hit, was 13 years old. I'm going to be turning 14, actually, in, in that July. Um, that was in mid- middle school. Brings back a lot of memories. Seventh grade, I believe it was. And I was really one to be picked on. I was bullied a lot, uh, lacked a lot of confidence, a lot of self-esteem. A lot of the things that I think, you know, really helped me now to, you know, pass on the knowledge in, in developing people because I've gone through so much, you know, um, in my training and in my personal life. So going back to Elm Street, I was born and raised in Nashville, New Hampshire, and I went to a lot of the, uh, went to actual private school up until the sixth grade. And then I changed over to um, public school. I actually went to Elm Street in Nashville. <laughs> Brings back memories, I'm telling you. Uh, grade seven, eight, and nine then. And I played, I was an avid uh, soccer player. I had played for many, many years. I started probably playing soccer when I was four or five. So, you know, the team thing worked really well for me. Um, You know, I did well and and pretty successful um, with the team things. Unfortunately, because of my lack of confidence in myself, my lack of um, self-esteem, I didn't really, you know, go further with, with friendships and social connections. Uh, off the to off the field, so I, I struggled a lot, you know, and, and I got picked on a lot, and I got bullied a lot. <laughs> and um, at the time, my my mom and my dad were really trying to find something that could help me to you know lift my spirits and and just develop me more um, in a stronger and more productive way. Actually, um, as far as grade wise, I, I did fairly well in a private school only because again I was held extremely accountable and I think that's kind of sets the tone on on where we are with our academy at this present moment as far as accountability um being that being in that environment again really helped me and and got me to you know to do the best that I could when I switched over to public school in the way that the actual system then was I don't want to say that the t- teachers didn't care, but they just didn't hold you as accountable as obviously private schools were. So 
you know, if you did it, the work, you did it. If you didn't, they didn't really care. So unfortunately, I lacked part of, again, confidence, self-esteem, self-discipline, motivation. Um, if I wasn't on the soccer field, then, you know, a lot of things, a lot of outside things really didn't matter. And, and you know, now I totally regret it. And I try to pass on to the junior students now that, you know, you don't want to waste any time. You know, time goes by quick. So you want to do the best that you can every day in every way. So we were looking into martial arts schools. We really weren't actually looking. Um, funny thing was, um, there was only a, one school in the area that I had actually known about that, you know, we were considering to go look at. And at the time, my brother was dating a uh, girl that worked at a local grocery store. And at the time, it was in Sem Seminole Plaza, right on Main Street. The name of the store was Rosmick Star Market. Uh, that's actually where my journey began. So getting back to this, this uh, female friend of my brother's, uh, she came in one night. She had been working there for quite some time. She came home one night or back into the house uh, one night and stated that she was going to be starting karate. Well, that's all I needed to hear. That was something that I really wanted to, to embark on and really try. And my mom constantly kept telling me, you know, Neil, you, you can't do it until you get your grades up. And so the female that, or, or the female that had started prior to me, uh, her name at the time was Terry Gaudette. Um, and she started in November of 1985. And um, she'd come back to the house and she would constantly be, you know, how much, so telling us how much fun she's having and really enjoying it. And I had been begging my parents and begging my mom especially to, to allow me to go. So I remember one night my mom said, all right, you want to you wanna go and take a peek at it, go ahead. So Terry brought me down to the, to the, to the store. <laughs> it was again, I think on a Sunday night or Friday night, something like that. And um, classes were in the back room. And um, the teacher at the time was part owner of the family store, Rosmack Star Market. His name was Mike Rosmack. Um, you know, Mike, Mike was a um, slender gentleman. You didn't really think much of him. You didn't really think, that, you know, that, that, does this guy really know what he's talking about, you know? Um, but I watched the class uh, and I, I really, it, it's, it intrigued me. It was something that, wow, I'd love to give this a try. So I went back home and I told my mom, I'm like, you know, I really want to try this. I really want to give it a shot. So we were curious to see how the whole system in progress worked. Well, at the time there was no, uh, they mentioned a lot now was contracts or agreements and uh, we didn't have any of those then. Um, at the time there was no trial period. You just, if you wanted to do it, you jumped in class and that was that. You paid the $25 a month, I think is, is what it was, for unlimited amount of workouts, you know, again, an hour and a half to two hour workouts. And you just did it and, you know, and took it from there. So I let my mom know that. And, and um, we ended up going one evening um, and I remember Mike taking me up to his dad's office and kind of screening me and asking me, you know, why do you want to do this? And at the time, because I was being bullied so much, um, I just said, hey, you know what? I just want to kick butt. I just, I just want to really kick butt. And he basically looked at me and said, oh, okay. Uh, well, unfortunately, we're going to have to, you know, hold off for tonight's class and, you know, maybe you can join us next week. So I come down from the office, we go and I watch class again. And after on the ride home, uh, Terry had say, said to me, you know, what did you tell Mike, you know, about wanting to take class? So I told her, I said, you know, I told him I just wanted to kick butt because I'm sick of getting bullied. And she goes, well, that's probably why you weren't in class with us. 
you know, that's something that we don't, you know, um, really encourage. So I'm going to advise you next week when you go or the next class we go, when he tells you why you want to, you know, or when he asks you why you want to study martial arts, you need to tell him for self-improvement to improve yourself and, and to do the best that you can for others. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I, you know, again, I'm 13 years old. So I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> the following class, we go back and sure enough, he pulls me up and, and asks me the same, the same question that he had asked me the previous class. And I told him what Terry had said, you know, I, I just want to get better. I want to improve myself. I want to help others. So I guess that was the key. That was the, 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 the key that unlocked the door. So he says, all right, well, you can come on in, you know. So I, I ended up wearing, for my first class, there were no geese. So I had sweatpants and a T-shirt. And again, we were in the back room and, and was separated the large, enormous room from the class or the dojo was this um, long, like, plastic curtain. And he had this green carpet that was like on the sides of in-ground pools. That was the, the, the floor. And then the actual dojo or workout space wasn't, wasn't very large at all. So I remember going in and he starts, you know, with his each knee san chi and doing the warm-up exercises. And I probably was laughing in the back for the first, you know, 10 minutes or so. Um, but then, you know, as time went on and, you know, we progressed and we, we I, I just really got hooked right from day one. I really enjoyed it. And the thing that I liked most about it was that it wasn't a team thing for me to be successful. It was a me thing for me to be successful. You know, I had to really look within myself to make the, um, the changes and, and really commit to myself to, to want to improve. So we stayed there. We were at, at Rosmex back to the store probably for, I want to say it was still about October of that year of 86, September, October. And then we moved into our first real actual dojo in Tingsboro, uh, Massachusetts. Um, now it's, it's basically directly or, or diagonally from Skate 3, um, if you're familiar with the area. And I believe there's a law firm upstairs um, where we were. There was a, at the time, there was a convenience store down below and us upstairs. And, and we had trained there for quite some time. We were there for probably two years or so, two, two, two and a half. And then we moved to Pepper, Massachusetts. Uh, right in Lomar Park at the time it was building seven. It was in the main entrance on the first building on the right hand side. And we were there for quite some time. I remember back in 1991, um, I know I'm fast forwarding quite some time. Um, but that these are these are standout times that I remember. Obviously you don't remember all of the little incremental stages, but you remember the big times and the big changes that happened. So, you know, obviously I graduated high school in 1990. 91, I was in, in um, New Hampshire Tech, which was on Amherst Street in Nashville, New Hampshire, studying business. And again, as I mentioned previously, being in private school and not held, being held accountable, my grades weren't the best. Um, my efforts and enthusiasm for school wasn't the best. And um, Mike had, had gotten sick, uh, actually, in, in, in 91, and he had <clears throat> cancer. And I remember him taking me into the office uh, with his wife and, and mentioning to me the, the whole situation about him having, um, you know, cancer and that he'd have to get out, out of the school for a year <clears throat> to have surgery and treatments and, and just, you know, recovery time. So he said to me, he goes, you know, Neil, I know school isn't your most fun thing to do. You've got a real great potential um, that I see in you with teaching 
and with interacting with the, the kids and, and, and things. And, um, you know, now I had been working with the school part time, not even working, just kind of volunteering my time to help out um, because it was something that, again, that I really liked and really enjoyed. So he had offered me a full time position uh, when I was 19 years old. And the position basically was, you know, keep our school running while I'm improving and getting better and, and dealing with my cancer. So as you can all well imagine, 19 years old, taking on this responsibility was, oh, my God, you know, this, this guy has given me his, his, his life. You know, I mean, he's given me something that he's been working so hard. I mean, he started his training in 76 and, um, you know, he was a state trooper. And I know I'm jumping around. And, and, and again, it's all these memories that are just in my head that I'm just kind of, you know, um, bringing out to you now. So some of you have heard these stories before. Uh, others never have. So um, anyway. So he was a state New Hampshire state trooper back in the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, he started his training with uh, Mr. Durkin um, in, in 1976, uh, January, actually, or February of 1976, over in the old Salem Dojo. Um, again, these conversations and this stuff that I'm giving now will make a lot more sense and clearer as our podcasts um, grow and, and as the weeks go by. So anyway, um, he goes in and, and does this thing and, and has the surgery and uh, I'm running the school at 19. You know, Mr. Durkin and, and all the seniors there were really tremendous. They helped out a lot, taught a lot of the adult classes. Um, and I was responsible essentially for the, for the kids' classes. Uh, Terry at the time was, was teaching as well and helping out. And we just were, were doing our best to help the school, you know, keep it alive and, and keep it they're giving back. So, you know, the year goes by, Mike comes back and um, I had learned so, so much and what you do, right? When you, when you go through things and you're on your own and you're, you're failing a lot and, and you're, you know, just trying to, you know, figure your way, you, you tend to, you know, really hone in and really pay close attention to, to the faults and the failures that you do so that you can make them better and, and make them, um, you know, learning lessons and, and not just for yourself, but, but your students. Um, so as far as the, the history and, and things, I, I'm, I'm going to stop it there because uh, I don't want to go too long with our podcast today. Um, we're going to go probably about another 30 to 45 seconds or so. But I just wanted to kind of give you a little bit of background on how I started my journey, how things, um, you know, began, you know, and and what martial arts has done for me over the last 35 or 36 years or so. Um, so next week, what I'm going to continue with is, is basically where we're leaving off here. I'll start with where my journey was in 1991 and um, what had happened with our school and how things have been, we're, we're moving forward and, and how we were growing and um, let you know that, you know, I wasn't always the person that I am now. Um, you know, you get a little emotional knowing sometimes the way that you've grown and, and the challenges that you've gone through and the struggles that you've been through to help you get to where you're at now. And I certainly wouldn't be where I am without the great help of all of my um, peers growing up in the dojo and, and um, you know, even even to this day with Mr. Durkin seniors and such. So um, I want to thank you all for listening today. Um, I'm really looking forward to a lot of your feedback and you know your suggestions on what you'd like to hear i'd like to keep these podcasts 
again, as we go through my journey so that you can kind of get a background on how Neil Stone's Karate Academy came into existence, uh, what makes it thrive, what makes it, it move on, and eventually even get into the teaching aspect of things and, and what motivates me and, and helps our team grow and, and the staff grow. And also maybe talk a little bit about the business and how, you know, it really um, can help others in their day to day, regardless if they're martial artists or martial arts students or not. So. Um, again, I want to thank you for taking the time to, to listen. Um, again, any feedback would be greatly appreciated. I hope you all have an awesome day, and I look forward to talking with you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.